From the headquarters of the Jameson Media Complex, broadcasting from the GreenIndustryPodcast.com studios, it's the Green Industry Podcast, where Paul and his guests discuss lawn and landscape business best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Paul Jameson. Hey, what's up, friends? Welcome to today's program. We're going to chat about seven things that customers hate about lawn care companies. And so I found this on Instagram. Uh, Jonathan Potashnik, he's known as the Lawn Care Millionaires down there in Dallas, Texas. He posted this to IG. And then my friend Naylor Taliaferro, the lawn care rookie up there in Midlothian, Virginia, uh, reshared it on his IG story. I was reading through the list and I was like, that is spot on. And so I personally believe as business leaders, it's important that we continuously put ourselves in the customer's shoes. What kind of experience are they having with our company? And if that isn't pleasant, then we want to make any adjustments and pivots necessary, whether it's with the way we do billing, the way we communicate, the way we execute the service or whatever it happens to be to make sure our customers are raving fans, that they are actually pleased, not just pleased, but they are ecstatic with how good of a job we do, not just executing the service, but in all the communication aspects, the billing and all of that. So we're going to talk about the seven things that customers hate about lawn care companies. And um, this is kind of uh, humorous, uh, some of the stories I'll share, but it's, it's very accurate and spot on. And so I think this will add value to your life, to your business, as we really consider, are we really um, providing an excellent service to our customers? That's the topic today. Thanks to our friends up there in Michigan at the Launchpreneur Academy Live for sponsoring today's show. That event's going on Saturday, November 13th in lovely Novi, Michigan. And tomorrow, by the way, and events going on in Nashville, Tennessee. It's uh, Signal Green, my buddy Balthazar, and uh, Growing Green Landscapes, uh, Jeremiah Jennings, Ben Naiman, and those guys um, are putting that on in Nashville. I know many others are part of it. Uh, so you guys who want to go to the Nashville event, that's tomorrow if you're listening in real time, uh, Saturday uh uh, September 18th. I think that's the right date. Nashville, Tennessee. You can find out more. Uh, my buddy, Jeremiah Jennings, Growing Green Landscapes. He'll take care of that. Of course, uh, Brian's events, Saturday, November 13th, Novi, Michigan. I'm planning on being there and uh, doing some podcasting from there. It's going to be a lot of fun. You're invited. And thank you also to our regular show sponsors. You guys hear them every day. Uh, support the sponsors that support the show. They make this all possible. And that's our friends at GPS Track It. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, and the Hardscape Academy. Support the sponsors who support the show. Seven things customers hate about lawn care companies. Number one, they don't answer the phone. How true is that? So statistically, the majority of lawn care companies, they are sluggish in their communication. A lot of folks don't answer the phone. A lot of folks don't even call a customer back or potential customer back, and it's a delay and that is a rookie mistake. Being prompt to respond to inquiries and phone calls is definitely important. I've shared this story before that someone from Silicon Valley, they live out in San Jose, California, the CFO of a company. They actually called two companies ahead of me. They just went into Google and typed in you know, the name of their city, lawn care companies. And thankfully I was ranking third in SEO. Well, 
they called the first company and the, you know, they didn't answer called the second company. They didn't answer called the third company, which was me. I didn't answer, but I called back right away. Once I heard the voicemail and realized it wasn't spam or whatever. And uh, I called him right back because I recognized it wasn't a Atlanta area code and I got the job. And then as we were doing their job, both neighbors hired us. And then through those both neighbors, we got plenty of other rec, uh, referrals and recommendations. And uh, it, it would be very difficult for me to track how much revenue came in from calling that person back within 60 seconds. But we're talking a, a boatload of money and it's all about answering the phone. So customers hate when they call you and you don't answer kind of like we hate, right? When we call, and we get put on hold. <laughs> I was uh, watching Matt LaMarche's Instagram story the other day, and he was on hold with the IRS for over three hours uh, where he needed to fix something that happened with his taxes that was actually, long story short, they made a clerical error. Matt noticed it, and then he wanted to call him and be like, hey, why'd you guys mess this up? And it was, he was on hold for three over three hours. So when folks call us, for our service or for a quote for our service or whatever inquiry they have, prompt communication, whether it's on the phone or online, is always really helpful. So something that uh, we should all be aware of, of how much we hate that as consumers and our customers hate that uh, when lawn care companies don't answer the phone. Number two, they left the gate open and my dog ran away. Fluffy ran away. Coco ran away. Those are some of uh, my customer's dog's name. Fluffy is uh, this guy. His name is, well, I better not say his name, but he's a NFL football linebacker. Big old guy. And he's got this little dog, little white dog named Fluffy. But uh, when Fluffy's out or whenever any dog's out, thankfully, I'm always very um, conscientious to make sure if there's a gate that it's shut. I remember when I worked at UPS, they taught us all about dogs and how when you work at UPS, that you're going to be around dogs all day long, man. Some of them have a mixed emotion. Some get all excited and happy. Others get all defensive and, you know, they're barking and growling and you got to really know your surroundings. And in regards to um, how you handle the pets, it's important to the customer because they care about their dog and, and they want you to, you know, respect their dog. And so maybe that goes in the line of giving them a treat, knowing the dog's names, but uh, it, uh, customers definitely appreciate when we show honor and acknowledge their pets. And then of course, that we keep the gate secured. So if the gates, they have a gate and the gate's shut when we arrive, don't leave the gate cracked open or think we shut it and it doesn't latch all the way. That's definitely a big uh, time mistake to leave the gate open and a dog run away. Thankfully, that's never happened to me, but it was worthy of the lawn care millionaires list and uh, don't leave the gate open. There you go. Number three, they break things and don't tell the client. This is an issue of integrity, really. I remember I was in a really uh, tough test, I guess you could say, because we're on this really nice property. And this customer, I think I've told you guys a little bit about this property before. It's got a tennis court in the backyard. It has a infinity pool that overlooks their lake in the backyard. Super expensive property. Very, 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 very nice home. And uh, it's in the country club. And I was 
probably, I don't know how many times we'd maintenance this property, not too many times, but they like to cut with the real mower, which cuts the grass real nice and low. And sometimes we'll have three guys out there mowing because it was a bigger property running with the 27 inch uh, true cut real mowers. And so I was training a guy, he wasn't the most experienced on the mower. And I, I was like, you got it? He's like, yeah, 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 I got it. And I was like, are you sure? Cause I was going to go weed eat where we're, we're uh, short of a man that day. And he's like, I got it. I got it. I got it. So he's real mowing away, which definitely takes more skill than mowing with a rotary mower if you're not used to it. And uh, next thing I know, I hear this big, uh, it's like an explosion. And I was like, what was that? And he had crashed into the steps going up from the pool to the house. And you should have saw a look on his face. And I walk over there and I, I see a, there's a piece missing from the stairs and the corner It's just missing. And it's on the, you know, it's just laying on the ground. And I was like, Oh my. So I picked the piece up. I, I shot a text to the homeowner and said, Hey, just want to let you know while we're mowing today, you know, we chipped this chunk out of your stair. Uh, here it is. And, uh, all, you know, I can repair it for you, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, thankfully, Thankfully, I was able to put it back in there and you couldn't really tell. And because no one really ever steps on the corner of the stair, I don't think it will fall off. And anyway, I was able to escape out of that without having to pay an expense. But at the end of the day, it was a test for me because I told the customer about it. I could have tried to maybe go to Lowe's or Home Depot real quick and fix it and not tell them. But then at the end of the day, I was like, I'm just going to be honest. They probably heard it, you know, anyway. And uh, so at the end of the day, that is something. If we ever damage a person's property, we always want to make sure that we own up to it. We acknowledge it to them. And then we let them know our plan of action to get it fixed immediately. I uh, shared the story multiple times on this podcast before we broke a window and uh, I was about to rain. Whew, I, I prayed my heart out. Somehow it didn't rain. It, I mean, it looked like it was about to pour down rain. And uh, we busted this guy's window out when we were doing gutter cleaning. And long story short, I had to go to a Home Depot, buy a new window, put it in. And by, by the grace of God, we got that thing in before it started raining. But And that customer uh, was home when the window was shattered and he obviously heard it. So I didn't have time to explain it to him. He was, he was actually on the job scene before I was. That's a very, very funny story. Uh, that I'll share down the road. Cause that's one of my better stories. Nowadays, I laugh at it in the moment. It was horrific. It was traumatizing, but, uh, it's a very, very, very funny story now because there's other elements uh, to that story. Number four, uh, things customers hate about lawn care companies is that they are always late. And so being prompt and just really meeting our, our customers' expectations. I think it really goes back to the origin of that is setting those customer expectations. One of my favorite uh, launchpreneurs, if you will, is Alex Kirby. He's down in uh, Columbia, South Carolina. And this guy is sharp. And I like watching his Instagram stories. But he was talking uh, just yesterday, actually, on a story to really establish uh, clear expectations with our customers. And so I know some folks do the whole, we'll do your yard on Tuesday, we'll do your yard on Wednesday, we'll do your yard on Thursday. I got away from that probably in 2017 or 16. And I just went with, we'll take care of your property year round. And they, there, I never gave them a day of when we're coming. I had a few guys that were a little bit of a PETA with, you know, wanted me to come on Thursday. And there were some circumstances around that. But anyway, for 90% of them, there were 95% of my customers. I don't do the, we're coming on Thursday, you're Wednesday because then it rains. And then long story short, 
I don't have time to deal with that stress. So you can trust that your property is going to look immaculate year round and we'll be there once a week. That's a, that's my expectation that I build. And then if the customer fights me on that, then it's not a good fit for me personally. Now I know a lot of you that, you know, the majority of people listening to me don't do it that way and that's fine. But if you do say you're going to come on Tuesday, then you better come on Tuesday. If you do say you're going to come on Wednesday, you better say you're going to come on Wednesday. If you're doing an installation and uh, what's uh, Caleb Allman call his customer, grandma Hirschberger, whatever. <laughs> well, anyway, Mrs. Smith, that's easier for me. If your customer expects that you're going to be there on Thursday at 10 a.m., you know, to start the uh, sod installation or the grading or whatnot, then we might as well be there at 10 a.m. And if we're not before 10 a.m. or whatever the expectation is to communicate that there is a delay in our schedule. And if you want to give a reason, you can. I found it just works to say, hey, Mrs. Smith, slight delay in our schedule. Uh, we're actually going to get started on your job this afternoon. And, you know, if, I, honestly, that that phrase right there, you can write that one down. Delay in our schedule. That answers it enough. That, that they, I've never, now that I think of it, I've never had someone say, well, why aren't you here? You saying a delay in our schedule and giving them the time that you will be there uh, should be sufficient. So they are always late. You don't want that to be you. Uh, there's something to be said about being on time and being clear in communication. Wow. These next three, this, this is uh, spot on, Potashnik. All right. We're going to uh, hear a quick word from today's show sponsors are coming up. Uh, the top three things customers hate about lawn care companies. Entrepreneur Academy Live 2021 is going to be the biggest and best one yet. Saturday, November 13th in Novi, Michigan. This year's speakers are a who's who of the industry. Greg Woodstock, Corey Ballard, Keith Kalfas, Mark Parker, Caleb and Brittany Almond, Haver Pete, Brian and Liz Fullerton, and Jeff Joyner. Do whatever you have to do to make it. The Entrepreneur Academy Live 2021. Tickets will go fast. Get yours today at LauntrepreneurAcademy.com. Do you come home ready to relax after a hard day's work and find that your bookkeeping demands your time? Truth be told, you can't give it your full energy or focus. It just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. It's costing you good decision-making and your peace of mind. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a bookkeeping solution to landscapers that is guaranteed to give you back your time and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute call. Don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying no to new clients or skipping dinner with your family and friends all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished. Let us take care of your green so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. GPS Track, it makes managing your driver, vehicles, and equipment assets simple with the latest technology and personalized, friendly customer support for service businesses of all sizes. With GPS Track, it, you get a real-time view of where your fleet vehicles are around the clock helping improve route density and operate more efficiently. GPS Track It has been delivering peace of mind for over 12,000 customers in lawn and landscaping, and they've been doing it for over 20 years. Are you ready to protect your fleet, save money, and cut down on fuel costs? Call 844-996-2518 to speak with a knowledgeable fleet advisor. No pressure, no hassles, low monthly fees, and no contracts. 844-996-2518 or visit greenindustrypodcast.com slash GPS track it. 
You've heard Caleb and Brittany Allman talking about the Hardscape Academy, but have you checked it out for yourself? TheHardscapeAcademy.com is the place to get the skills and training you and your crew need to excel as a professional hardscaper. You'll learn all the techniques and best practices to properly install pavers and retaining walls. You'll have access to online video training courses, in-person apprenticeships, comprehensive guides, and customizable business forms. Plus, there are two free courses which cover everything slab, from initial planning to final installation, and again, those are absolutely free. If you're serious about mastering your skills, abilities, efficiency, and bottom line, the hardscapeacademy.com is for you, and that link is in today's show notes. All right, we are back with seven things customers hate about lawn care companies. We've already discussed this, of course, from the lawn care millionaire, Jonathan Potashnik, that they left the gate open and the dog ran away. They don't answer the phone. They break things and don't tell the client. They are always late. Next one, they leave behind a mess. And so I know in the mornings, this can be tough, especially for those who are mowing that grass when it's wet. It can clump up a little bit and uh, really look bad in the yard. So at that point, you want to blow it. That's the pro tip right there. Honestly, for those of you who are in Atlanta market, especially in the nicer neighborhoods, it's a best practice to blow every time. You, you mow the grass and then you just go through and you blow it and, and any clippings, any debris that was left behind, it's gone. That way now you just have fresh, low cut, look good looking grass. Uh, that's best practice in Atlanta. And then on installation jobs, I know you know you get done with the day and everyone's tired, but it is good. At least take your trash off the site for the day. Put the materials and equipment in an orderly way. If you're gonna, if the customer said it's fine that you store all that overnight on the job site, which is you know recommended. But what I do is bring a trash can. I got the big old trash can. I put a black trash bag, and throughout the day, guys, monsters, drinks, pizza boxes, lunch, whatever goes in the trash. And at the end of the day, the, we'll take the black trash bag off site if you're doing an installation, uh, just so you don't leave a mess in the yard, you know, on the property, uh, throughout the time we're servicing them, whether it's a, a maintenance or a multiple day landscape installation process, don't leave behind a mess. These are people's homes. They're paying us to make it look good. So we just got to be mindful. Never leave a mess. Go the extra mile to make sure everything is clean, crispy. There's no clippings in the yard. There's no trash left overnight uh, on those multiple day installations. Just be mindful not to leave behind a mess. The next one, going in order here, this would be number two, their invoices are unprofessional. And so you want to lose credibility and authority quick. You give a raggedy invoice. I remember when I started, I thought I was being professional. Honestly, I would print out in the Microsoft Word template or whatever. And, uh, you know, I'd print these things out at like a hundred at a time, make copies of them. And I'd go to the customer's house and I'd take my pen and, you know, I'd write it on the invoice. And I, I thought, you know, that's, that's professional back in the day. And uh, eventually I got on with a uh, jobber, a business manager at software and everything went to electronic. And it's cool because you can make a branded template. So you put your information in once the name of your company, your logo, and then that will automatically put that up in the upper left-hand corner, however you want it designed. And then boom, it's going to be emailed. It's going to look professional and it just builds that trust with the customers. They don't have to look at some raggedy handwriting they can't read on, you know, some piece of paper that's got a coffee stain on it or what, you know what I'm saying? That's unprofessional. What is professional is get it electronic and make it look 
professional and legit. It will build our customers' confidence in us. And we can charge more when we are trustworthy and legitimate in the little details, such as our invoices looking professional. And last but not least, they make clients repeat themselves. This happened to me last night as a customer. I was talking to my cell phone provider. So what I've been doing, and I I do this quite frequently, I look at every expense that I have in my business and in my personal life, and I comb through and I find, is there any way I can either omit this expense or make this expense down. So obviously when our expenses as low as possible and our, our revenue and income as high as possible. So I'm aggressive. I'm, I'm really proactive to continuously to shop around and, and to make sure that I'm being wise in my expenses. And so uh, my cell phone provider, I was uh, contemplating and I did actually remove the insurance aspect of my phone as 17 bucks a month. And I was like, you know, I don't break my phone. I have a really heavy duty case that I paid, I think 49 bucks for whatever. And it's, it's very unlikely that my phone's ever going to be damaged just because I got the, um, Otter Bach or whatever it's called. It's this thing's heavy, man. I, I dropped this thing. No, no issues at all. So why am I paying 17 bucks a month? So anyway, I'm, I'm chatting with the person in the chat about this and and trying to reduce my cell phone bill to as low as possible uh, with having, you know, the maximum uh, capabilities as possible. So long story short, I'm explaining all of this to the, to the customer service person. And then they just went radio silence on me. They just stopped talking and I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. I'm like, what kind of customer service is this? So finally I had to exit out of that because they, they just, ghosted me. And then I opened up a new window and I had to explain the whole thing all over again to a new person in the chat. And it left in me this uh, negative experience towards that specific cell phone uh, carrier company. I, I didn't have a good experience with them. It's the same with our lawn care customers when they have to say, Hey, this is how I, this is how I want my property to look. Or, and they just tell us time and time and time again, that's going to be annoying to them. They want as easy as communication. I mean, just think about it. You have a house, you have someone coming to cut your grass or whatever the the circumstances and you need to give them some instruction. You hope that they listen, they receive the instruction and they implement it. If you got to repeat yourself, that is not good. And, and long-term that, you know, the customer is already taking notice that we're not paying attention to detail. And so that's why it's important to document, 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 because if you go to sell your company one day, then you'll have all the instructions, you know, Mrs. Smith, she, you know, has uh, a book club on Thursdays, doesn't want you to come on Thursdays from 10 to 12. So you write that down and it's in, you know, job or you can actually put notes next to the uh, customer's information. However, you got to document it, you document it. And that way, you know, and your employees know. And then if you sell the business one day, whoever buys the business, they know, because the last thing you want is to show up at, you know, 1030 when Mrs. Smith said, don't come on Thursdays from 10 to 12. But if you listen to the customer, they don't have to repeat themselves uh, because we actually write it down and take note and you know, take action on what the request is. And you guys know there's so many different uh, quirky requests that customers have, but we're there to serve them. So we need to write it down and, uh, you know, make sure that we are um, a solution to their problem 
and uh, not a problem <laughs> by not listening to them. So excellent, excellent list by Jonathan Potashnik. He is a lawn care millionaire. We really appreciate um, all that he puts out. He's got so much great content that I've consumed over the years. And that was another uh, fun piece of content. Hopefully you were 0 for 7 as I went through the list that uh, none of them, you're like, oh yeah, I do that. <laughs> but hey, if you do, it's all right. I, uh, I have as well. And that's why we make adjustments. We make pivots. We have these podcasts. We have these conversations so that we can always be improved our business. All right. Well, that about buttons things up for today's program. Take a look in today's episode notes where you will find the links to the products and services you heard about in today's show, including my brand new book, Best Business Practices for Landscapers. It's a summary of what I've learned as the host of this green industry podcast from interviewing some very incredible business leaders, entrepreneurs, small business owners. I've learned a lot from sitting in this seat as the host of the podcast. And I summarized those best practices that I've observed and I shared them in the brand new book, Best Business Practices for Landscapers, Wisdom from Leaders in the Green Industry, available in all formats. Uh, that link will be in today's show notes. And you also find the phone number to GPS Track It, uh, which is the fleet management services uh, that will track your vehicle, your fleets of vehicles. Uh, that information will be in the show notes. And of course, always we put the links to anything you hear about in the episode. So uh, it will take you, it will sink you right to where you need to go by just clicking on the link for the Launchpreneur Academy, Hardscape Academy, Golf Coast Bookkeeping, Jobber, uh, GPS track it, my book, you name it. It'll be in the show notes. And uh, we always make sure those links work and direct you uh, to where you can go to take your business to the next level. So thank you for listening to today's program. And we hope you will catch us on the next episode. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.